I'm Tara. And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple. And we're embarking on another season of snarking on Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas lineup 2020 edition. Yes. So we did this last year. If you were along for that journey with us, we had 24 movies to watch last year. Uh, we we had 24 to watch. Did we watch all of them? No, we no. did not. <laughs> no, dear reader, we did not. Uh, we got 12 episodes out last season. And one of them was a double episode. So we got more than half of the movies. Which was pretty impressive. But it was that Thanksgiving stretch that just... Nine movies in a row, y'all. It was... Nine movies. It destroyed us. Yeah. And so this year we have a better plan. We are still planning to cover the, I think it's 22 movies that they have out now. Maybe it's 23 that they've listed in our trusty app that we have. I don't know how trusty it is. (laughs) Um, Well, it tells us all of the movies that are coming and what days they're coming up on. Um, And I think it was 22, but I think they added another one. That's what I'm saying. It's It's not trusty because they've added and changed titles. But we are planning to cover not all of them, but one episode a week, whether that is a double header or a single one that we pick out, or if we do bonus episodes, we're looking to bring you another season of covering from October to December, the Hallmark Countdown to Christmas. That's right. We started early this year. We're on the front end. We're in October. I've got the Halloween decorations outside. We are super festive and ready for Christmas. Yes. Halloween and Christmas bleed together in this home. (laughs) Just like work and home life has bled together because of the coronavirus. Yeah. (laughs) So we're home. We're we're prepared for a lot. We've been watching a a horror movie every night in October, and we're about to start doing double headers, I guess, as we pick up Hallmark movies in October. We're gonna watch people be haunted by ghosts for a bad reason and then maybe haunted by ghosts for a good reason for christmas yeah because when we just a spoiler alert some of this lineup looks like it might be a little variation from some of hallmark's traditional fare they're trying some new stuff yeah i mean definitely still got the hallmark flavor to it which is vanilla mm-hmm. but we do we've got some nods to some classics and also some nods to some successful netflix <laughs> Christmas movies that they're trying to jump on board with. Right, right. So um, we were originally planning to do this as, you know, we have the app, our trusty app, and we have the the list of all the movies, and they didn't tell us really much. There weren't many pictures. There weren't any trailers. Just a little blurb, no actor lists or yeah, anything I mean, like that. As everybody is dealing with the coronavirus impact, clearly Hallmark's production schedule is way behind. Right. And so we had very little to go on, but we were still going to try to bring you the quality content that you know and trust from us. And so we were going to <laughs> tell you what we thought of those those vague titles and movie titles and everything. With the um, stock image of an ornament in the background. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a snowman. Okay. Um, and so instead, we got some Mariah. We had this, we had this all prepared. And yep. then we got some news from our friend. Summer who we have to thank that there's a whole preview episode, 40-something minutes of Candace Cameron Bure. And we are so excited to see her. I know Tara loves her so much. Just kidding. She's, yeah, we don't, we don't really care for her <laughs> politics, but she is the uh, darling of Hallmark Channel, and she's the host of the Christmas special that we watched today. So she's our... Um, guide to the 2020 (laughs) countdown to christmas hallmark channel movie spectacular (laughs) so we didn't know that these preview episodes existed and i mean they may have happened before but this one felt special in terms of its lack of quality right it looks like they slapped it together at the last i mean i felt like they were still editing it as they went to commercial right like it just the audio quality was really poor the just production quality was really poor and i get it it's everybody's doing what they can right now but it it was clear that everything is just like i got this done two seconds ago go ahead live go now right now right some of her dialogue like she's introducing each movie um and it's not actually all of the movies it's like 16, 16 or 17, something 18 yeah. of them and she she presents them and for each one she's standing in front of this giant christmas tree and she's got this bow dress on that austin had some oh, thoughts i on. just felt like she came out in a giant christmas bow that you put on one of those cars it felt scandalous 
Christmassy, but it just it it just didn't read as fancy. It felt like a Christmas bow. Right. Well, because she's a she's a she's character. our present for Christmas. She's, yeah, she's well, she's she's candy. Our gift. She's <gasps> she's the candy. She's candy, and she is telling us about the Christmas because she is like the character in the movie. She's got to have a Christmas themed name like candy, candy cam candy candy cam <laughs> her name, candy, candy cam. okay so her name in a movie would be candy cam candy cam beret beret <laughs> so, so she, but, she no, wears no, a beret it wouldn't be her name if she'd be wearing a beret so it's a nod to people in the know it'd be a french movie oh candy cam she's a, she a candy cane factory in france um, not to be confused with the other Full House sisters candy cane factory. Movie. Well, clearly, I mean they're sisters, so of course she would also. Oh, be part yeah, of they all have part of the same candy cane fortune. I course. think that Candy Cam needs to have a Candy Cam cameo as Candace Cameron Beret. Like That's she's a so, lot. <laughs> she's so famous in terms of the Hallmark Christmas story. She has to play herself in the movie. She I'm, needs to play herself. I'm Candy Cam. <laughs> I think in. Candy As the Cam. cameo, it would be Candace Cameron Beret. Candy Cam. But her character that's not her, that's just played by her, would be Candy Cam. Right. So we have our festive <laughs> Candy Cam in a bow dress standing in front of a giant tree telling us about 16 movies and pulling these balls out of a orbs. basket. Christmas orbs. orbs. <laughs> <laughs> They're giant. And every time she takes one out and tells us about a movie... Then she leans over and there's just another ball back it's in like the box. It's like Santa's toy bag. It's just endless... It's exactly what it needs to Magic be. Magic balls. I will say. Candy Cam Beret and her magic <laughs> No, that is a movie I would watch. That's the, the Lifetime heck. movie. <laughs> Candy Cam and her magic. That's like an SNL skit, like sweaty balls. Yeah, magic balls. <laughs> so she's she's previewing these movies and they're giving us. Um, she she kind of gives a lead in, and then she tells us the title of the movie. She 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 teases it, well, um, like I do when I give book talks to seventh graders. But like as she leads into the first movie, she's shouting at the camera. She's like, "And now our first Christmas movie." I think it's because that room is so cavernous. Maybe. So she, but she's she's giving us the intro. She pulls the ball out of the basket, the magic ball. It says the name of the movie. I would assume she's putting them on the tree, but I never noticed she eighteen I balls hanging one, on that. tree. I saw one go on the tree, but after that, I don't think they made it onto the tree. Right, because they're so big. I mean, I guess it was a big tree, but then so and then she, the, we get a little clip from the movie. Sometimes probably the only clip that production had ready to show us, and not quite fully ready. <laughs> right, but some of them were missing some audio where it was like oh that's an interesting choice to showcase a movie and it tells me nothing about, about the it. movie at all so the first one though so the first movie is well, uh, well the only other thing i was gonna say is that then they um, also show us the cast they that's go true. in and they give they that, do so. give us the cast in case the the dear listeners didn't see the the preview episode i so. highly recommend it's a great solid 40 minutes no, of your they life they just need to listen to us actually we're going to be far more we'll be a better 40 <laughs> minutes of your life i hope <laughs> but it's only 40 minutes <laughs> yeah so the first movie jingle bell bride it takes place in alaska we've got a wedding planner uh who is going to get a special type of flower the jingle bell flower and i want to know if only that's a real grows flower. in alaska and she has to see a botanist to get it and the deal she strikes with the botanist is for an open pack of animal crackers. She gets just a crap ton of these flowers, which I can't imagine are cheap. Yeah. And I don't we, think are going to travel well to whatever place this wedding is going on. Knowing what we paid for our wedding flowers, um, this is a pricey endeavor. And she's the wedding planner. I don't know why she has the budget or ability to go all the way out to Alaska to get these flowers. Why it's her doing it. Doesn't she have other things to do? Um an Alaskan trip is not a quick one. And probably because no. she's going to have time to fall in love there. She's going right. to be there for a while. I mean, does she get snowed in in Alaska or does like or do the, like the plants like come to life and like trap her there? I don't they know. They sing. They sing her a merry tune. Do they sing jingle bells? Yes, because they're jingle bell flowers. <laughs> Duh. Well, if that's the movie I'm in. Or they just they maybe they're like a bell choir and they dingle. <laughs> they dingle and they dangle. <laughs> oh, that's something different. <laughs> <laughs> jingle and they jangle a dingle dangle is a different thing that's a different movie not on hallmark but it is worth noting that this is the interracial or on an interracial movie um i don't 
necessarily know people's ethnicities so but based on the appearances of the actors it looks like this is a black male actor and a white female actor so we're you know, i think this season hallmark is trying to push a little bit more diversity not only in terms of its casting i mean they're still not doing a great job we did see nods to no, it last yeah. year they're making baby steps um but we'll get to where we see more of this in this lineup but right. um we, you know, we have that. But we meet the cast and they're talking about what they think about, like, the movie and the filming. And, you know, the the lead female actress is like, I really think it's going to have a unique flavor. Everybody just has their own flavor. And I was like, is that just what we say about non-white people? I mean, is that why you think this? Because, like, I know well, y'all's Hallmark, flavor is vanilla beige. Yeah, I was like, Hallmark is the, yeah, vanilla beige white people which vanilla Christmas. is still a flavor, but we never, we don't like to call it a flavor. No. We think of other basic. things as being a flavor. Um, and so I just found that to be an interesting comment that she made. Overall, I think that we can expect a pretty bland opening movie. Yeah. So at the end of this, we're going to give our, our rankings of ones we're most excited about. Don't think this one's making anybody's list. No. Um, I forgot it as soon as it ended. I mean, I have notes here. That's the only reason I remember it. So... Um, our next movie is Christmas Waltz. So it's worth noting that the way they presented these in the special is not the order that they're going to be played in right. on Hallmark. So this is the Lacey Chabert movie, uh, but it is actually going to come in on the Thanksgiving weekend, I think. Uh, but they played yes. it second because I guess they're trying to pique our interest a little bit. Well, because you you've got Candy Cam hosting mm-hmm. and you gotta have Lacey come out at the beginning and Lacey I mean, chambray yeah like Lacey chambray dress girl remember that <laughs> I, I still think of her as Lacey chambray <laughs> so Lacey chambray is wearing a god-awful dress and waltzing with a man in a room with very little music or atmosphere there, there's a lot of Christmas lights like just walls of Christmas lights in this ballroom uh and behind the wall of Christmas lights are wreaths and I'm a layered, a layer. Yeah, it's effect. like a layered effect. So Hallmark is like layering. It's, it's so gaudiness. heavy on the visual, less so on the audio. It, it felt like a cavernous room that they filmed that one into. So basic premise that we can tell is she had this fairy tale Christmas wedding. Um, her fiance leaves for a job and she's left to cancel all of the wedding plans. And when she goes to cancel the ballroom dance lessons, the ballroom dance instructor says, why not still learn to dance? Right. And so she's going to learn to dance and she's going to learn to waltz at Christmas. Thus, the Christmas waltz. I think highly um, forgettable in terms of... I mean, I think <laughs> just classic Hallmark movie. Right. It'll it'll please the, the, clans of the fans of the classic stuff. Not really necessarily up my alley. Right. Next, we've got Christmas with the Darlings. And they're so darling because they're children. Our only movie that I saw children in in this yeah. lineup. I mean, that I remember. That, maybe that, that maybe feature, I'll remember more later. That feature children as like yeah. part of the story. I'm sure there's more in here, but uh, there weren't a lot in the uh, my, preview. My quick notes were that these kids have been orphaned and have been taken in by like a brother. Yeah. So the there's a, the businessman and then he, he tells his assistant to go hang out with his brother who is raising the orphaned children of their other sibling and so she's going to be the woman who saves Christmas or brings Christmas to all of them in a hard I time. I think brings family back to them. Right. Because he's going to probably be like the bachelor who doesn't know how to raise kids. And she's going to show him how wonderful it is. Right. Through cookies. And they do get into an argument. Uh, they show us the classic baking scene of every Hallmark movie. In their giant and, kitchen. In their ginormous Around kitchen. Around their giant island. Which is the size of our kitchen. It's a slab. <laughs> Filled with cookies. And then you get into a bait of, are there rules about Christmas cookies? And yes. I, no. <laughs> no. There are no rules about Christmas cookies. Well, I... I do think there are rules about Christmas cookies. I think Christmas cookies mean that you are decorating them. They look like Christmas cookies. And that's what the lead female says. Now, the part I disagree with her on is that they that she can do oatmeal raisin because eight, raisins don't belong in Christmas yes, cookies. Yes, they do. No, and I'll tell you why. Not just because I don't like raisins, but because you should not have raisin cookies if you have dogs. Oh, yeah. We learned that hard lesson at Christmas last year. 
Um, we uh, I did a Christmas cookie exchange at work, and I got like 36 Christmas cookies, and they all ended up inside of the dogs because they got into them through a sealed container. While we on were top of our day. island. If they, on top of our less large island. <laughs> it's not a slab. <laughs> it's not a slab. Um, the dogs pulled it down and they ate all the cookies. And I didn't know it was in them because I didn't make them. I got them from the Christmas cookie exchange. And so we learned that the chocolate, which was our big fear, was not actually a bad thing. But, but that raisins, raisins are can be extremely toxic and deadly to dogs. Our dogs did not die. They are alive. Uh, but they did balloon up like the girl in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory who like turns into the big blueberry. Like that was they were, our like, dogs. They were like rolling around on the, they're, they're beagles <laughs> and they're rolling around on their little basketball stomachs just happy as could be full of all those Christmas cookies. Just bloated um, with content. But there were cookies with raisins because raisins are allowed in Christmas cookies and I will I will die on that hill. <laughs> I'll leave you up there. <laughs> Thanks. Love you. <laughs> the next one is one that you were excited about. This is one I am very excited about. One Royal Holiday. Love a good Royal Holiday. This movie, movie has all of the things that I love. So basic premise is uh, a royal family. So a, a mother and son who are the royal family of older mother like grandma aged mother and and like eligible bachelor eligible bachelor son and they are from galwick the royal family of galwick and they get snowed in at in, in, an inn i love inns i love secret royal families i am stoked about this he's clearly a curmudgeon his heart must be warmed by the love of the innkeeper's daughter. Yeah, he's very... The actor has this, like, kind of that long hair and that real serious look. And then um, when he was talking, he's American, but he's doing the British accent thing. Because if you're royalty, you must come from Europe. You know, you have to sound well, all... We don't have royalty here. No, we don't. Uh, but other other places in the world besides Europe have royalty. But not on the Hallmark Channel because they're not like European enough. Yeah. So we think of royalty, we think of Europe, I guess. I don't know where Galwick is, but... I will say I was triggered by this preview, though, because the scene they decide to show us is they're kind of like meeting at a pastry location. They're meat angry. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not a meat cute meat angry. Um, So she's eating this like Christmas donut... And offers him one. He's like, I don't accept food from strangers. And she's like, oh, okay. Licks her hand and then um, doesn't doesn't wipe her hand off. After immediately licking her hand, goes to shake his hand. COVID alert! And I was like, if you did this to royalty right now, it would be considered terrorism. Yes. And especially because they're coming from another country and they probably have their numbers better under control in that country. Um, <laughs> Everybody I don't know. Does than us. Um, but, you know, we got a lot going on. Like, why is he allowed to travel at Christmas? We're really, this is going to be my big question with all of these movies. Are we, I assume that we are suspending the pandemic for these. Um, There's not going to be any correct. nod to that. And that's going to be, I think it's very strange. I know some of us want to live in the fantasy world where everything is normal. So I get why they would go with that route, but it's also very, it is very triggering. It's like, we're yeah. not acknowledging that these people are moving around. They're associating with family, meeting new people, exchanging germs. Um, and that feels really dangerous right now. Well, you know, we did learn through this preview that they've changed some names to some movies. They've added a movie. Maybe they're going to do some changes to do one Christmas movie as a nod to the pandemic. Love in the time of cholera. I mean, COVID. It's because cholera always comes up when you talk about the secret garden and you're pretty much obsessed with the secret garden. We need like a secret garden, Christmas garden, secret Christmas garden movie. Absolutely. The Secret Christmas Garden would be a movie I'm all about. Yes. And you know what? There is a Hallmark version of the Secret Garden movie. Really? Why have we not watched this? So it's right up their alley. Okay. Well, we'll put that on the list of movies to watch once we get through the Christmas season (laughs) and the Halloween season. Yes. All right. So the next one up on the list is the, I think, the worst titled movie on the list, though I think Hallmark hallmark thinks it's very clever yes uh never kiss a man in a christmas sweater 
What do you have for this one? Um, I love Ashley Williams. And what I love is this is also one of those movies where it's like, oh, there'll be a kid because she's a single mom. Nope. She sends that kid to dad. So she's all alone and ready to bone. Yeah. And she's the actress that's Victoria from How I Met Your Mother. That's how I always think yes. of her. Um, yes. Circa like 2000 seven eight whatever era that was and so in this movie she's definitely looking like a mom like she, she has really yeah she looks aged into momdom. <laughs> so she's no longer the young single lady she's the single mom i guess well i'm not a big fan of the title it does have some of the the, the themes and tropes that i do enjoy there's a christmas tree lot i like a good christmas tree lot and not only is there a christmas tree lot there's an injury at a christmas tree lot and he has to recuperate so where's the best place to do that the guest house a stranger's house yeah absolutely oh i feel bad because i injured you come live at my house like i think that worked for 50s and 60s movies i don't know if it holds up to today yeah only maybe two percent of the people that i would just randomly meet on the street would be even remotely tolerable to come stay at my house for any length of time yeah, and at, at the end of the preview, there was, like, a big push about, like, volunteering, and I was like, oh, we're going to see, like, how great this woman is, but I was like, no, mm-hmm. it's like, just just show me you taking advantage of a man staying in your guest house. Right. Don't try to make it more than that. Yeah. So, um, you know, weird title on this one. I get the sense there, there, is it trying to be a comedy? I don't know what our genre is for this. I mean, as much of a comedy as you could have. For a Hallmark movie. And for the preview, I was just like, where is the Christmas sweater? Right. And is this like a, a hard and fast rule that you don't do this? Is this something that she says that she doesn't do? Or did we just try to think this is a clever title for a Christmas right. movie? I feel like if they were trying to make it clever, they should have named it Never Kiss a Man Who Stays in Your Guest House Because He Got Injured at a Christmas Tree Lot at christmas there you go perfect title just rolls right <laughs> off the tongue well, it rolls off the tongue as much as never kiss a man in a christmas sweater exactly so just lean into the description <laughs> all right next up one that i know neither of us are looking forward uh, to nashville a nashville christmas carol which is based loosely on a christmas carol and uh all i really remember is that there's a rudolph <laughs> in the bed yeah so <laughs> This is the one where just next to it in my notes, I wrote all white men look the same to me because <laughs> I was trying to write down, you know, who some of the actresses are because I do have, you know, favorites of those are ones that I like more than others. But for the men, I was just like, there's a dude. I could not even begin to name any of the dudes in any of these movies. And so maybe there, I was trying to write down a, a note about a I'm dude. I'm pretty sure I, I that this guy, Wes Brown, was on Dawson's Creek. Oh. And so um, I might be wrong. Was he like the brother or something? Wasn't he Somebody's Jack brother? and he was gay? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So, Maybe that's why I wrote down the note because I was like, I know he's a dude, but I cannot for the life of me tell you. I'm very proud of you for knowing name. he was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dude. I, I actually, I like him as an actor. I've seen him in a couple of other things. I mean, clearly kind of like a, a secondary actor b actress you know uh-huh. but uh i do think they've probably wasted his star power on this movie right and i also wrote down for this so this is a story of you know doing a production some sort of country music production country music stars again things i do not care it seems like the ghosts of christmas past are the country, the, are stars. country stars right so. and there's some scene with yeah rudolph in a bed and you see the red nose that was the main thing i remembered um and then the other thing i wrote down was i'm so glad that it seemed like this actress did not have the stupid fake country accent yes i would agree so it's like because here we Nashville nobody in Nashville's from Nashville anymore and Nashville is the city it is not rural Tennessee and I feel like half the accents in Nashville are just like leaned into a little bit too hard and so you know what I'm glad to not have to listen to it for two hours yeah I agree I don't need to be reminded of Kelly Pickler whose accent is not fake but it just will remind me of her we should there's no Kelly Pickler movie this year. I think that is the gift of 2020. <laughs> it's, 
It's a direct result of our scathing review in our Absolutely. podcast we last year. We have such a strong following and committed to the whole season. Clearly, Harmark was right. to us. Yeah. All right. And then are you ready to travel? Because our next several movies involve going to some Hallmark-appointed exotic locales, <laughs> um, like Christmas in Vienna. Christmas in Vienna. We are promised that this will be the prettiest Hallmark movie by Candy Cam. Candy Cam told us how beautiful Vienna is um, and how beautiful Rome was last year and how beautiful, you know, whatever, right, whatever European location Whatever they is. spent the most money on to send people to. I, w- I will say it did look pretty. Um, the movie centers around a concert violinist who has like lost her desire to violin. Mm-hmm. She no longer can she's violin. Not, she's just no longer interested in violining. Well, before that, she had a very long career as a resident surgeon at Seattle Grace Hospital. So, <laughs> you know, she's kind of busy. <laughs> I think that uh, this seemed like the blandest movie preview that told us literally nothing yeah it was a it was a meat cute or a meat it it was there was nothing cute about it It was just a meat meat blah at a a german market (laughs) in vienna she's meeting him we get nothing about their character not even the violin like none of that is showing up here showing up had had candy cam not told us about it i would not have known and it's sarah drew by the way i did write her down and the one man name that i wrote down is brennan Elliot and I know he's in something I think he plays like a dumb golden retriever type character I think he's the male like like live action golden retriever I don't know just like he just feels like a dumb golden retriever to me um and so they're the the actor I wrote down that he had bad hair he does have bad hair yes that is that is accurate (laughs) maybe that's why he well they all have bad hair to me too so but they they talked about their movie and their little segment where they talked about the filming of it and they told us that it is a movie about family connections and it is touching and warm so again about the beigest um information about that movie that we could get so it just we did get to see some of the christmas decorations that were present and one that really caught my eye was a table garland which i had never seen before and i'm not talking about like a centerpiece of garland i'm talking about a circular coffee table where the garland is running around the edge of the circular coffee table totally functional it was totally stupid They've outdone themselves. Um, And then we travel from Vienna to Colorado for Christmas Tree Grows in Colorado. I think this one was originally called A Christmas Tree Grows in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, um, but it's Brooklyn, Colorado. So I don't know what's going on with the name change there or why they had to do that. But um, I wrote down firefighter black couple critiquing snowman. That's what I wrote down for this one. I wrote firefighter bad fake snow structurally unsound snowman i like their chemistry yeah so it's it's a man and the kid building the snowman across or the woman and the kid and the man comes over I have no idea why she cares about this snowman she's storming across the street but she's to going to someone else's snowman. yard to someone else's family and saying what you've built is bad let me show you how to do it takes his daughter and builds a second snowman right and well and what i couldn't gather from this little scene that we saw so yeah there's like a firefighter and that's all that i really know about what the rest of the actual premise of this movie <laughs> yeah. is um but i couldn't gather from the scene if she's like being tongue-in-cheek silly about it or if she's being serious like it really wasn't clear it was to me. not clear um but again i there was a, there was a chemistry between the male lead and the female lead that I did find interesting. And I was like, okay, okay. But I could not, I did not know why any of it mattered. Right. And then at this point, Candy Cam tells us to, uh, she's going back and forth to commercial breaks which we didn't see because we were watching on um because we have ad free hulu because we're bougie um but candy cam is introducing these commercials and she tells us to stay right here and you know she's constantly reminding us to stick around for the rest of this christmas special and i want to be like yeah bitch i'm here i'm not going anywhere i'm here for till christmas bring on the movie like she, she there's a lot of commercials in this yes and they were all like conservative republican commercials it was very different from yes the, i don't know where it thought we were coming from but it was very jarring how different the commercials were from other channels that we've watched 
Yeah, it definitely was all very positive, affirmative ads mm -hmm. to the Republican Party and not a negative ad whatsoever. There was not even like a mention of Democrats, mm -hmm. good or bad. It was just all positive Republican ads, which was very interesting. So we weren't watching on ad-free Hulu. What were we watching on? Oh, yeah, that would be an ad. Because we it? did see it. Ads. We, we watched this on YouTube. Okay, we watched it on YouTube. So it was the YouTube ads that came up for this. We're definitely That's targeted right. to a different demographic than we we're, normally We're get. thinking of The Bachelorette and our ad-free experience <laughs> with that. Yes. So. And yeah. <laughs> for another time speaking of time <laughs> speaking a good segue this one's actually a good segue a timeless christmas is our next movie that's previewed. here we go yes sir this is i'm here yes. for this we're switching up some genres with Love some of it. these movies i need i need a little bit more like fantastical elements in some of these and this movie is going to deliver there's a christmas clock we have a main character who resigns in 1903 and then he fixes this christmas clock and mysteriously disappears now it takes us to the his house is now a museum tour where people do like live action role play of like i am the mistress and i am the butler and people are paying like high dollars to go through this house experience and then guess who comes down the stairs the owner mr what? what's his face but we don't know he's the owner because we don't they believe think they just that hired that this like, would be possible <laughs> yeah so this is a little bit of a, a genre shift, I believe. I yes. mean, I don't know what Hallmark has done in the past. Clearly a nod to the next Netflix movie, The Night Before Christmas, or whatever that one was. With Did the you ever see The Night Before Christmas? Yeah, show? we watched it together. I thought, um, You know what it was? I watched it without you first. And then, and we then watched I watched it, it again because I loved it yeah. so much. And he like had the TV and he was learning how the TV <laughs> worked. So I feel like this has some potential to be like 10% of what that movie was. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's not a knight. He's a mansion owner. And we can tell. I mean, it's it is going to be amazing. It's probably going to be bad, but it's going to be amazing. It's going to be snarkable. It, yes. So we are here for it. Absolutely. And then the next one, also uh, not a traveling movie. So we were going back to some of the normalcy, but a big deal, supposedly, for Hallmark. They couldn't so you tell from. Okay. <laughs> I was super excited about this. I was super excited to see how they were going to preview it, if they were going to preview it at all. And they might as well not have with the way that they shed the light on this. So the movie we're talking about is The Christmas House, which was supposed to be Hallmark's gay Christmas movie. For all these queer people. Right. After their debacle last year with getting rid of the commercial that featured the gay couples, they they were kind of bouncing back and forth on what their audience wanted because some people were supportive of that and some people were very against that. Um, and so they, they came in and they're like, we're going to do this gay Christmas movie this year. And of course, my little gay spidey senses were like, how, gay, how, how, how gay, gay. yeah <laughs> yeah you're gonna have like a gay best friend at the office that we see once at a christmas party Which they've had previously so i was like so for the fact that this was like purported right as right. as the gay christmas movie i was thinking that it was going to be gay male leads mm -hmm. have sharing christmas with their family and there was some secondary story that was more about family not a romance how wrong was i right so Based the actual yeah candy cam did not tell us. Well, let's say what the movie is about okay, first, yeah. and then we let's can talk about what Candy Cam tells us that it's about. So the movie, according to what we read um, on the app, is about a family, and they re they really do their house up really big every year, or they used to, and it's they have two grown sons, and the, the parents are getting older, and they finally, they invite the two grown sons back to the house um, to for it to be the Christmas house, and the mom says one last time, but she kind of takes that back, so I don't know what's going on there. But the two sons, one apparently is an actor who has lost his acting gig. Uh, he was the hit on the hit show Handsome Justice. Handsome Justice. <laughs> which was just canceled. And he used to have a, a hold of flame for the girl next door. So we're going to have a romance there. And then the other brother is married i guess and they're trying to adopt a child at christmas and so i was like okay so we're going with as safe a possible gay thing on hallmark is like we're not doing we're not focusing on the romance we're focusing on the family and everybody can get behind like adoption except for like the worst of the bigots you know it's like okay so we can handle that 
but what did Candy Cam tell us that this movie is about? Um, that it was about the house being done up for Christmas and the straight brother finding romance with a yeah. straight female. No Nothing mention about of the other brother. At all. And she said, I mean, she like let this like, family is the heart and soul and then nothing i mean it was like did did she stipulate in her contract that she refused to talk about this or did hallmark kind of say you know what we don't want to advertise this the gay people will find it right or we don't want to advertise this it's i think it's the opposite i think it's that the the people who don't want to see the gay movie that's going to turn them off like of everything right so they're going to try and like sneak attack gay like because i think that's gonna not go over very well right so it's one of two things one is that they are um not wanting to talk about the gay element because they're just kind of being like we did it but we're not gonna talk about it we're just gonna let you kind of figure that out yourself or um there's not actually a lot of gay content in this movie so it's so little that it wasn't even worth talking about and so they've right. kind of baited us with our gay movie and they're really not gonna deliver so mm-hmm. who knows? Like how big of a Whatever gay is, element is there going to be? I feel like here? I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say I was already disappointed with the preview, not even for the absence of the gay characters that we were promised, but also because it was like the preview was the family talking over Zoom, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I already have Zoom fatigue. I don't want to watch actors Zoom act. It was so bad. Yeah, I was like. Why? Why are we just? I, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, will watch it. It sounds bland again, but minus the the gayness, which was what I'm here for. So we're gonna watch it. We're definitely gonna be reviewing that one, but you know, we'll see. Next movie on the docket on the twelfth date of Christmas. Ah, scavenger hunt movie. Is this a rule that we have to have a scavenger hunt movie every year, or just but a coincidence? Not only is it. Uh, I mean, it's just like a class. It's like why you have to have hot chocolate and a Christmas tree lot. Like, obviously, scavenger hunts are important, and it connects to the advent calendar because it's just they go and hand it in connects hand. to the app a, developers. But it's a new job sector, so it's not just an we app. had an app developer but before. This is a scavenger hunt company, and so yes, it's an app developer, but it's focused. I mean, they, they say the company is all about scavenger hunts. Yes, they might use an app for it because they develop an app called Twelve. The 12 dates of Christmas. And someone thinks that is just the most brilliant thing they've ever heard when that gets revealed. Um, But it's like when the big account, I mean, it's all those classic, mm -hmm. classic tropes that we see. And someone just sitting in a boardroom going, here's this brilliant idea. And then everyone just loving it and it being a winner and it being a hit. And yay, everyone is successful. I mean, if they could somehow have the amazingness that was that advent calendar from last year, that like magically appeared out of the wall. I don't know if wall. anything will top that. God, I that want to watch that a good scene moment. again. It was so good. Oh. It was so good. Um, and then with the scavenger hunt, the thing, this is one of my pet peeves in these movies, is things, the deadline for things is always Christmas Eve. We're doing a thing. We're having the, sh- the play. The inn has to be saved all by Christmas Eve. That's why it's a Christmas movie. I know, but it's like they're doing this scavenger hunt on the app and the deadline to get all the dates done for the prize is Christmas Eve. And it just feels like in real life, don't they set that stuff usually to be done like really by Christmas Eve in the real world? Christmas is kind of already over because in terms of the marketing and the hoopla, it's time for you to just go hubble in your house with your family and actually do the holiday. So does it need to be like the day before the day before Christmas? I mean, a lot of stuff like for Christmas, Christmas Eve, is Eve. happening on December 17th. I mean, yes, I agree, but it's like when it's a contest, I understand why you would have the contest go. I mean, I would say, why doesn't the contest go until like December 26th so that you can like spend Christmas Eve with and Christmas Day with your family and then submit the final thing to win? Or you submit it by the 21st of December so you can enjoy your prize over the holidays. <laughs> I think the prize will be more than just a good old holiday. Uh but we'll have to find out. Um I did write down my initial reaction to this one which was blah. Blah, yeah, I agree. Blah. Um next movie, uh Good Morning Christmas. I'm here for this. <laughs> um we're in the charming town of Mistletoe. Mistletoe. I love a town called Mistletoe. We ha- we had many towns called yes. Mistletoe. Um we have two angry co-hosts. Now nobody knows that they're feuding, but they feuding. Feuding. 
feuding at Christmas. They're feuding at Christmas. Ah, <laughs> uh, such a missed opportunity from last oh, season. Yeah. Okay. So they are two angry co-hosts that don't get along, but maybe they will if they are locked together in this remote town for a yeah. week. Um, and they're not going to do anything beyond kiss. Yeah. Uh, Even if they're shared a hotel room, which I don't know that they are in this, but... I, this one seems cute, but uh, I don't like any of the actors in this. Well, they seemed older, so they, that that was kind of what I was here for. They looked like a slightly older set of people, and the uh, this movie was originally in the app called Mary and Bright, because I think those are the last names of the characters, and that right. was the name of the show that they host together, yeah. And so, but they changed it to Good Morning Christmas, so I don't know why that but i like the maybe premise. they found that they've already named a movie mary and bright maybe and uh, they realized they needed to come up with a new name right but i like the idea of um two people being kind of forced together to fall in love and i like the idea of the the tv co-hosts and the the hate to love romance Absolutely. and there's some tropes there that i i can get behind i like the tropes again i think i think i'm gonna have a hard time with the actors it's riley from buffy the vampire slayer <laughs> who was the worst part of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the woman like there's like a scene in this preview where she's got her laptop open and like the uplighting on her face makes her look like she's from an alien planet and I was just like <laughs> nothing's cute about this yeah but you know what is cute about this what he was on a reality dating television show <gasps> that's right and she that's what I'm excited yeah, about that, you know what that it's, I think it's a it's a not a major part of the storyline probably but um you know before he was a host with her on the show it says that he was the bachelor basically in the bachelor but it's it's a fictionalized version of that so we are big bachelor fans so i would love to see that play a big role in that movie i think that there needs to be like a true bachelor like premise christmas movie well but that gets into some polyamory stuff that i don't know that hallmark viewers are here for Fair enough. Because it's enough. like, it's not chaste. That's true. It, ABC's The There's Bachelor Bachelorette is not not chaste <laughs> at all. All right. So we've got two more movies left from the preview, which did not cover all of the movies. Um, the second to last one was Chateau Christmas, um, which is about a pianist. And she's she was so amazing. She's that's all I wrote down. She's so I wrote her name amazing. was Margot because I like that name. I did write down Margot and Jackson is the male character because I liked their names. Um, and he is apparently a PhD student in music of some sort. But I think they were childhood friends. They were childhood friends. And she chose music over, over him. him. Yes. And in order for her to pursue her musical career, she left him behind. And so now. He has been left to direct like the Christmas music spectacular wherever we are. And I imagine he and her are going to be working together again. And not only are they going to be working together, I think they're going to rekindle what was there before she left him. No. And I think it's, I think Candace sets it up for us of saying, will she choose love or will their careers take them into different places or maybe of that course was the they're going to pick love they always pick love uh, this one is going to be challenging for me as um i think the plaza one was last year because you have a phd person phd <laughs> i wrote down person Tara, i wrote down <laughs> this guy they're talking about academia and tara's just gonna not be able to get behind whatever bullshit they, they make always, up about they academia. always like romanticize what academia is and they make these people like he's he's trying to become department chair and stuff and it's like he's too young i mean maybe i don't know what his department is like but they just make they it sound like level of like institution leveling up in for. academia is just like getting a job promotion and it's like oh for this and i'm 32 years old and uh, you know it also they're trying to convince me that like she's the best pianist ever mm -hmm. and like and the her song, song was not the that song great. was like what you sound like if you press one of the presets on a keyboard it was just really right bad so, but the actors talked about this movie and you know what they said about it that it was warm no oh they said it's like a musical but with classical music. Oh, that's right. That's I how they described their movie. And I'm like, so just like a show, like a movie, like, cause we just have music. 
<laughs> or an opera. I mean, I don't know. It's like, but operas, I guess, have singing. But he's like, it's because there's just so much music in this movie. And I was like, like a lot of movies. Like, have you never heard of a soundtrack? <laughs> yeah, it just has a soundtrack. It's a music movie. So but did you know that music. classical music is just in our instrumental? It's like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's like a musical, but there's no words. Okay. Thank you, sir. Um, and then the last one that they covered is If, if I, I Only, only had, had Christmas, Christmas, which is our Candy Cam movie. Candy Cam. She saved her own movie for last. What is this one about, Austin? This one, yet another nod to a previously, like, to a previously told story. This is about a woman who's coming from Kansas City. Not with a tornado, though. <laughs> so this is based on The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, there's a, there's a company, an Oz company that she's trying to get a deal with or something. And it, her name's Darcy instead of Dorothy. And she is trying to, like, again, win an account of some sort and accidentally meets the man that she's trying to make the deal with and is insulting him to his face. Right. She doesn't realize it's him. And then she's like, oh, no, what have I done? He's like, oh, I'm just the Oz of Ink. Mm -hmm. And we're like, OK, so I'm very and like they work like there were some like references to Emerald City in there. So it'll be interesting to see, like, if they just took names. Is it all a dream? <laughs> <laughs> like, does someone end up dead? Oh, my like, God. Like the witch yeah but i was like who's gonna be the scarecrow who's gonna be the lion who's gonna be the I tin hope man there are nods to those things i can't imagine that they wouldn't just have like a nod to i them. mean if they only took like names and slightly distorted it I, I will be very disappointed so i do hope that there's like a metaphor to the yellow brick road that there are things there's like gonna that. be a character named leo because he's the lion <gasps> oh my goodness what what will timothy like tinny. <laughs> timmy uh, tinny tinny <laughs> tin tin but I, I do suspect this will only be loosely based yeah. on that like kind of a nod to it but not like a full retelling so because i don't know how you would do that though we may eat those words later i don't yeah. know i mean i as much as i don't like her as a person because she does not like us as people mm -hmm. in terms of being queer I do enjoy her movies and I look forward to hoping that like this is a good one. Mm -hmm. So don't let me down. Yeah. Candy can. And so lest you think we are completely done, the, 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 the special is over at this point. There were what, nine movies that weren't covered in the yeah. special. We're going to very briefly cover these. And I will just say, uh, I was disappointed that not all of the movies were covered in the preview. So Tara starts to do like, a pretend like staged reading for me of each of these as we're going through them uh when we're reviewing all the remaining movies i pretended to be candy cam yeah and like now presenting christmas by starlight <laughs> i got a big ball out of our little ball basket and held it up but uh it was really good actually i i could audition yeah. to be candy cam in the future so we have um three of the movies that are coming up in thanksgiving weeks so i think they focus more on the movies that are in um in October and November, they didn't really touch on the movies in December and some of the movies in Thanksgiving week. Right, because so the they they're just not ready. Right. Or they just, you know, they're trying to get you hooked Yeah, now. maybe there'll be a second preview. So the, the three in Thanksgiving week that they left out are Heart of the Holidays, which we know nothing at all about. Because um, this is a new yeah, one. They've this just is one they added just added it. to the lineup. And then Christmas by Starlight and Five Star Christmas. Um, the Five Star Christmas one I'm excited about because... It is an inn. Uh-huh. We love and, an inn. And they are and there is a travel critic going to the inn and they're trying to get the five star review. An I incognito love this. travel critic. <laughs> because we don't know he's the travel critic, so we are going to simultaneously fall in love with him, but also make him fall in love with the inn and give it a five star review. I can just double love I, this is at an inn. it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> We're suckers for a good inn. Um, and then Saturday, December 5th, we have our Christmas in Evergreen movie. I am so excited for Christmas in Evergreen. This has been the one that really they continue every year. Mm -hmm. So they're adding on. And this one, I know last year we had not seen the first and second one. We still haven't. And we, we, we plan on queued up to watch Yeah, them. we plan on correcting that. And we relied on my mother to explain what those were about. And she was like, one's about a gazebo. And 
none of what she told us was accurate. Right. So we need to get because this is a this movie does not introduce new characters. It is characters that we have previously met. Well, is there? I think there might be a gazebo in one of the first two. But the way she described the gazebo not the was same. not was not the plot. Well, this one is bells are ringing, and it focuses on the mayor Michelle, and she got engaged in the last movie, and so she's going to be doing her wedding in this movie. So, um, I actually imagine it might be quite boring. I don't know that I'm really super excited about this one, but we'll see. It depends on who they bring back. Yeah. So. And then we have five movies in the rest of December. We have Christmas, She Wrote, which um, from the blurb, I don't remember exactly what the blurb said, but I was expecting like a mystery, like murder, she wrote. But no, I think she's just a, a writer. <laughs> if there was a mystery murder, she wrote, I would love that. I think that might be a different channel. <laughs> Angela Lansbury does Christmas. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a great time of year for a good mystery movie, but uh, I don't think that's actually what this is going. <laughs> for so i think it's more traditional fare i think she's a writer and then there's um cross country christmas yes which would premiere on december 12th and i think that is a road trip movie though it mentions something about no matter the form of transportation so someone said it would be like um planes trains and automobiles which is a thanksgiving movie right i think it's going to be i think when they say no matter the mode of transportation and it's called cross-country christmas i think we're cross-country skiing i think we get stuck and we have to ski home or something like that um i don't know how far they have to go but i that's gonna be hard to maybe for part of it fake snow for for part of it i don't think they're gonna have to go the whole way home on the (laughs) cross-country skis And then on December 13th, we would have Christmas Comes Twice. Okay. And this, guess what, is another time travel movie. And it has a carousel. Because she gets on the carousel and it takes her back five days or something or five years. Because she's a newscast, like a a newscaster. (gasps) I love a newscaster. And she's a, she who, who has achieved her career dreams, but still has regrets about the guy who got away five years earlier. And then when the Christmas carnival comes to town, she takes a ride on the carousel that takes her magically back back five years prior. Now, this seems a little bit like a Groundhog's Day meets Christmas meets something else. She's getting a second chance at love. It's a wonderful life. I don't know. Right. Um, And so not only do we have a carousel and we have a news reporter and time travel, like it's just like two time travel movies in the same year. Like, what is this? This is science fiction. Speaking of things that are like double themed, like overtly double themed. The next movie that they have (laughs) is called Christmas Carousel. It's about a carousel (laughs) at Christmas. But with a royal family. Yeah. So there's, yeah, some sort of royal family in a carousel and they're trying to save the carousel. It needs to be repaired or something. something It's the shortest blurb of all. I do believe that one will be dull. I think I think I'm realizing that they actually put the worst movies closer to Christmas and the better ones around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe someone can correct us on that. But I think I mean, I think when we review them, we will know we'll be able to look at our rating system and say definitively. Right. And and so it's like I still want to watch more Christmassy movies closer to Christmas. But I guess the idea is once they've put it out in November, they can replay it. Um, closer to the Christmas holiday, or they want to get you in the spirit early. And, and what's the last the one? Last um, premieres Sunday, December twentieth. Love lights Hanukkah, and that is our Hanukkah movie. Now, this one is, is this the one where it says that she uses a like a twenty three and Me. Yeah, she test? gets back a DNA test. I doubt she will. Uh, they will give the brand twenty three and Me unless twenty three and Me. I'm going to say this. it may be sponsored by twenty three and Me, but it reveals that she's Jewish. <laughs> like what <laughs> and it, re- it it this discovery leads her to a new family and an unlikely ra- romance over eight nights so in order to be having a new family on the holiday season it means you have to abandon your old family basically like peace out you're not I mean, actually what's jesus gonna think so what are they gonna have to do to that old family to make it so that we aren't sad that she's not with them on Christmas. But does old like just because you have a new family doesn't mean you get rid of your old family. There's not enough space in these movies for you to have two holidays. There'll just be a picture. 
It's like, oh, yeah, in five days, I'm then going to go be with my other family. Maybe or is she- it like I'm an orphan and the the lady that I lived with is, you know, you know, she's going to have some reason. Yeah, she's going to be one of those women that was like always on her own. And this is the first time that she realizes the importance of family because she's getting connected to her Jewish heritage. Right. Her true self. So yeah, that's the lineup this year. And we are going to close this out by talking about which ones we are most excited about and then the one that we are least excited about. All right. So I think top, top choices for me, um, a timeless Christmas is way at the top in terms of like snarkability, time travel. I love it when there's like more like whimsical, like mysterious magic kind of Christmas magic. Um, so that one's going to be kind of my tippy top uh, choice, followed closely by one royal holiday. Um, because, again, I love royal families, especially at an inn. Um, what are what are your top ones? Well, I think about what my third top choice. Well, would there's be. a couple that I'm I'm interested in, mostly just because I'm interested to see what they do with it. So I'm interested in um, the the. Um, the gay one, the Christmas mm-hmm. house. So I'm interested in that one. I'm mildly interested in Christmas in Evergreen just to see what's the deal with the characters that we saw last year and any of the time travel movies um, from a snarkability stance. But the movies that I am most interested in are, I'm definitely most interested in the timeless Christmas. That one sounds really good. I'm most interested in the five star Christmas because of the inn. Yes. And I'm most interested in um, the Bright and Merry Christmas, which has been changed to Good Morning Christmas, because that sounds like something that's up my alley. So I would, I'm, I'm going to agree this. with the Five Star Christmas. I think that one is going to speak to me. It's going to be cute and charming. And again, it's at an end. Right. Um, I'm here for it. The one I am least looking forward to mm-hmm. is um, a Nashville Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I just, I've not, I did not enjoy Christmas in Dollywood last year. I just, there's something that feels really forced when they're trying to like, I don't know, country, like there's something about like, they're trying to be like, oh, look at this like historically like country music place. Mm-hmm. And those just feel Good really Good down home values. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't connect with them. And I do actually have a note here about what Christmas by Starlight is about. We didn't really mention oh, it. Yeah. It's the one where she has to pretend to be the lawyer. So he, the guy's company is foreclosing on her um, Starlight Diner. And so she he has her pretend in order to like save the diner, just to pretend to be a lawyer to do something with his dad because he's in trouble with his dad. And so that sounds like a snarkable movie, because anytime we have someone pretending to be a lawyer. Um, yeah, I feel like there's some gold there. Um, but the movie I am not looking forward to is Christmas Carousel. And that's for a couple of reasons. One, it will be our second carousel movie in a row mm-hmm. when we watch it. Second... It just sounds like the most blah, like cookie cutter Hallmark plot. And third, it's like at the end of the lineup. So we're coming in that in the middle of December, we're going to have Christmas movie fatigue. And I think it's just going to be wholly unforgettable. So And not not even snarkable. Right. It's just like so boring. There's nothing to even like right. talk about. But I had like on that list it's like i have the candace cameron beret movie on there um christmas waltz christmas carousel christmas tree grows in colorado nashville even chateau christmas and christmas in vienna i think, I just, think that christmas in colorado is going to be cuter than you think it is i hope it is i think so, i think something on here is on the wrong list <laughs> like when we yeah. when we shake this all down at the end there's going to be like oh that was better than i thought or that was terrible And what's great about hallmark movies is when they're bad they're great and when they're great they're lovable mm-hmm. and so as long as it's bad and it commits to being bad mm-hmm. or as long as it's good we'll be okay but if it's that just like ugh, blah in the middle those are the ones that disappoint. We had a few of those last year, and I hope that we have no more than we did last year. Well, I think my thing is that the bar is low for all of them, so anything that even slightly leaps above the bar <laughs> is good for me. So. so this is about like set your expectations low 
So then that way you could be wonderfully surprised. But I didn't like purposefully set them there. They just are there. <laughs> That's called being a pessimist. No. It's... You being a realist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing I've seen with these movies is they all just feel like you took a beige room and popped a bunch of wreaths into it, took the same generic plot throw these people into the plot and then you know you make it christmas and you you do these kind of heartwarming trip but it's like there's exactly, not a lot of conflict that's exactly there's not what a lot the of money making people know how to do well and so but so it's like that's why my bar is low it's like show me something different pique my interest surprise it, me do i think that advent gonna- calendar surprised me i was here for it it's like is like is there going to be a movie in this year's lineup that becomes one of our treasured classics because we have a few just like super cheesy christmas movies that we watch but every the year one last year that we liked the most i think was the check into christmas oh absolutely we loved that one i would watch that again but is, is there anything else that was i mean oh, i think the advent calendar one that was would, the most snarkable because it was just so like the, and the kelly pickler was super i would not snarkable. watch it again though <laughs> I, yeah. I will talk about it, but it haunts me to but this But everything day. else kind of runs together. So yeah. I imagine it's going to be a lot of that this year. Too. Yeah. We'll see. Well, stay tuned. We <laughs> look forward to going on this journey with you again. Um, our first movie is this weekend. Yes. October 23rd, Friday night. Starting with Jingle Bell Bride. And we'll get it's a good Alaskan theme because this weekend, flowers. this weekend is your brother's wedding. Yes. So we are going to. Go to the wedding and probably, well, I don't know, we'll be in a hotel room. Who knows if we'll have time to watch a Hallmark movie in our, you know, fancy hotel room. But then we'll record our thoughts on it and send those out to you. Well, I have been Austin. And I have been Tara. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Happy holidays.